0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fourth Down and Nine. This is episode two, Match Day 19 and other soccer news. I'm your host, Will, and with me, as always, is my co host, Alex. Alex, what you got for me today?
1: I got a bunch of soccer for you, Will. We got games from yesterday, games today, and then we got games for the rest of the weekend.
0: All right. What do you want to talk about first?
1: I want to talk about Real Madrid, being a Boston fan. I want to talk about how they lost uh, in the semifinal for the super, uh, not super cup, but or yeah, it is the it super cup, the, uh, the Spanish super Copa. They lost to Athletic Bilbao, two to one, um, two to one, and you know, I was wondering if Madrid was going to play the full squad, which they ended up playing them because I believe Madrid had a game postponed. Um, Let me take f- that one more time real quick. Um, well,
0: yeah, I, I don't know about no, the game postponed, but they definitely no, had they a full not. squad. I mean, they played Benzema, they Hazard, Casemiro. I mean, it doesn't get much more than that. So looking at it on paper, this is a game they easily should have won.
1: Yeah, so Madrid has sh- struggled in the past three games uh, before Bilbao. They tied against Elchi, who currently is in bottom three of the table. Tied 1-1. Um, and then they tied Osasuna 0-0, who currently is second to last.
0: I mean, what is Madrid's so, position in the table now? They should still be top three, top they're four. They're second. So I wonder what's causing their, their recent bad runner form do you think it's bad coaching? I mean, I saw a stat earlier. Zidane's already reached more losses in his second stint with like 40 less games. Is it the Ronaldo effect that Ronaldo's gone? Or
1: You know, I mean, that that definitely has an effect. Uh, Ronaldo's a goal-scoring machine, arguably the best player in the world right now. Well,
0: but, I'm surprised you're saying that as a Barca fan.
1: I said arguably, you know, Uh I mean, people are going to say Messi. People are going to say Ronaldo. Um, Um,
0: Hello, Hakeem Ziyech.
1: But I think it's definitely an issue that since Ronaldo left, now Ramos might be the top scorer
0: for the team. Yeah, actually, I had a question Um, about that. I was watching the game, and I know – so they were down 2-0 at halftime, or maybe 2-1 regardless. Near the second half of the game, near the end, Ramos was playing like a striker their whole game plan turned into get Ramos in the box and crossing him from the wing.
1: Yeah, and they can do that because Ramos has proven that he can, you know, score. Uh, he takes all their PKs. He takes free kicks. Um, And here, let me check real quick. He has this season. Regardless, so
0: you think... A- a team with that much striking power—you I mean you have Luka Modric, Benzema, Asensio—they wouldn't be relying on their center back, even no matter how good he is. You you wouldn't be relying on a center back to score all of your goals. That would be like Kurt Zuma having the most goals at Chelsea, which is
1: humans. yeah. Well, I don't know if I can compare Ramos to Zuma though.
0: I mean, everyone says Zuma is the French Ramos. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think that's any debate know, on that fact, one.
1: I don't think that's anywhere near true. Ramos is probably one of the best center backs there's been.
0: Have you seen Zuma play?
1: Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, I just I think I think Zidane made the the right call when he first left. After you know he left the legacy behind. He won three Champions Leagues back to back, and then he left. What a better way to leave! And then Madrid calls him back to a team that is struggling hard. And I guess they expected Zidane to just have another Zidane like the past three year or like the three years that he had when they won the Champions League. But, you know, obviously a team has to evolve. Uh, players have to rotate. Styles have to be changed. And for the most part, this is the same Madrid team we saw three, four years ago. and. You know, this is the same thing that Barca's going through. I think both of these teams are suffering through the same thing, uh, having to rebuild. I think that's that's the main goal, right? they rebuild. Mm-hmm. And they have to expect uh, a struggling season. And I think that's what we're definitely seeing this season from both teams. But anyways, yeah, Madrid lost to Bilbao. Both teams had a full squad. Um, Looking at the stats, Madrid had (laughs) Madrid finished with twenty-one shots, seventeen chances created, four big chances, and seventy percent possession. As to what Bilbao had, thirty percent possession, eight total shots, seven chances created, four big chances as well. Well,
0: I mean, that's one of those things we always laugh about. That's a that's a FIFA kind of game. I was that is a soccer. Just your opponent, you no start matter how much you may have
1: the ball, all it takes is just one counter attack, one deflection to just, well, I mean, take. In take, this game, a PK.
0: Both of their goals were really good. I think there's no debate really that the second goal should have been a PK. I couldn't tell who yeah. the defender was, yeah, but he, he, I mean, he, he pulled out.
1: him down. He extended his arm and grabbed them.
0: Now I know. One of the big controversies in the first half was the penalty shout for Hazard, Hazard, however you want to say it. What did you think yeah, of that dude. one? I saw nothing in it.
1: No. Um, yeah, I watched it maybe eight times on repeat, and um, I think he just had a bad touch at the end.
0: I think so, too. He, he went down a little soft, just kind of looking for the contact. Yeah. Looking like a man-new player. Uh,
1: honestly, had he... Lunched for that ball in the box, he probably could have gotten the PK because you had one of the the ball center backs just you know kind of slide in there to kick yeah. the ball out. But instead, he the first thing he did was uh kind of lean back looking for that uh, contact, like you said.
0: So back to the Zidane thing, this actually brought up a hypothetical: Who's having a worse second stint at a club, Mourinho when he went back to Chelsea, or Zidane right now? Uh Mourinho got I fired mean, from Chelsea where they are in like 13th midway through the season.
1: I mean Madrid is still
0: in second place. But it's La Liga.
1: Yeah, but I mean you say that, but there's a there's a reason why Spanish teams have the most title when it comes to Champions League.
0: Because they all have the best players between like two teams. It's not a very competitive league. I would say three. Three oh, three teams, okay. Like Wait, a, when was three, that some, like you say, It's not like a, a competitive
1: league. league, but when we play teams from other um uh, leagues, I mean it's like no problem for them.
0: Just back it up a second. You said three. When was last time atletico Madrid won a Champions League?
1: Uh they've been in the final twice. Okay, Spiders have against Real Madrid. They've won the Europa Cup, I think, twice. And they've always finished top three in La Liga.
0: Now, I hate when people bring up the Europa League. Because yeah. I think it's too easy to really consider. as It's being too a easy. Rugby.
1: But you I mean, have teams, teams that, teams that still Ezra go in Bajan. there that be like, oh, they're going to win for sure. And then, like, last year, Inter Milan made it to the finals. Heavy favorites against Sevilla. I personally took Sevilla because they've won the Europa League I yeah, they like three Europa or League four giants. times. Yet, Inter Milan was the favorite, and Sevilla won.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just think La Liga is not always the most competitive, but there's no denying that they do really well in Europe for whatever reason that may be.
1: Yeah, I mean, whether it's their style of play, whether it's the players they have, uh, in the end, I mean, the Spanish team just kinda dominate when it comes to uh Champions League. No. Uh, and I and I bring up Champions League because that's where the best teams from each league go. You know, that's yeah. when you can see who's the best, honestly.
0: Did uh Madrid squeeze through, didn't they? For the Champions League?
1: Yeah, yeah, They definitely struggled through, but they they uh they made it uh I think second second seed.
0: Yeah I just pulled it up. They're playing Atalanta next month which we will probably discuss much closer to then but anyway let's move on to our uh, other La Liga game for the week our Super Cup game Barcelona versus Real Sociedad or how are you
1: yep you and say. I watched that one
0: together <laughs> we did that was a fun one um
1: uh, yeah. went down to penalties uh and what okay so this was a Barca without Messi and this is not the first time we've seen uh, Barca play without Messi this year. Uh, I think definitely is definitely making that, um, making it uh, known that he's trying to get a Barca team to play without Messi, which I think is smart because there's a good chance he's going to leave.
0: That's what I was going to ask. I Do think. you think it's indicative that Messi's leaving after the season, Joe?
1: I'm like, I would say I'm like seventy percent on the side that he's leaving, 30% that he's going to stay. Um, I mean, you never know what's going to happen, right? Like, Barca wins the Champions League. Like, oh, well, cool. Barca just won the Champions League with a bunch of uh, new signees and young kids. So, I mean, that's definitely would be enticing for Messi to stay. But, um, yeah, so Barca play without Messi. Uh, it was a good game. It was a lot of attacking back and forth that we saw.
0: Yeah, it was really open uh, in the second half.
1: Yeah, it was uh you know, it definitely was not the Barca possession that we've all known.
0: They've they attacked a lot. I mean you they were not that afraid to Barca had sixty three percent possession for the game.
1: Yeah. And you know, usually Barca finishes like seventy five eighty percent. Uh but like I said, they did a lot of attacking. Um, but I mean, I think we had to talk about the man of the match, which was definitely Ter Stegen.
0: I was going to ask, even though they may have had more possession, I think if it wasn't for Trish they wouldn't be in the final. He made a couple no, outstanding saves. Sure.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. He, uh, he saved the two, he saved two PKs
0: I'm and I'm like pretty regulation.
1: sure he guessed the direction of all of them, but the one that went straight down the middle.
0: Yeah, there was that one that went straight down the middle into the roof of the net. That was just amazing. He had no chance to save yeah. that one.
1: Yeah, so other than that, I'm pretty sure he correct. He guessed the correct way for each one, and he saves two. Um, and, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think Saving two PKs is pretty big in a shootout.
0: I think even bigger than that, though, if you remember, were his regulation saves. He had that one fingertip save where he just touched it onto the post. Yeah. Johnny's
1: Dodge's uh, free kick. Yeah. In like, in like almost the 90th minute right before OT. Or during OT. It
0: was definitely. It was late late during the game. OT. But I mean, it was another one that's just fingertip saves that really you yeah, would yeah, never yeah. expect him to make.
1: Yeah. Terry is definitely one of the best goalkeepers in the world. And he definitely it that game.
0: At least he is right now. For sure. Yeah. But uh, um, the other. World unfortunately
1: we didn't okay. have a classic go in the final
0: no I was kind of looking forward to that but <laughs> I don't know maybe it'll I know you're a Barca fan so you'd be hoping Barca wins but it'll be nice to give someone else a chance at getting a trophy
1: yeah uh you know Bilbao and Barcelona played about earlier this month I think
0: who won it back then uh
1: Barcelona won 3-2. It was 3-1 from the of the game, and then Baba had a goal in like the 89th or 90th, but then the game was over.
0: Just because, since we didn't say, this game, for those of you who don't know, did end 1-1 during regulation. And then yeah. went on through extra time, nobody scored. And then the penalty shootout of that Barcelona eventually won. Yep. But... Uh, um, go ahead. Moving on to a team who else is going to have a chance. What did you think of, I don't even know the name of the second division team, Kiel knocked out Bayern Munich in the, I don't even know the name of that, Pokal Cup.
1: Before we get to that, I want to talk about the uh, transfer rumor within Barcelona. Which one is that? So there have been not a lot, a few reports that Sergio Aguero, who's going to be uh free agent from man city uh is might be in talks with barcelona hmm. and that would be a huge uh, signing. you know it kind of pissed me because i really want to see griezmann do well but at the same time i really think Bar- barcelona is probably doing this uh to try and um convince messi to stay because you know him and or like yeah, him and Luis Paris, you know they're best friends
0: they got that fun Argentinian connection.
1: Yeah, so I definitely think that's interesting. Um, and you know, Aguero is an amazing player. Um, he just—I think he's been injured, right?
0: He's injured, and he's or, getting older.
1: Yeah, so definitely doing this for Messi, in my opinion. But I also would not mind seeing Messi leave, as much as it hurts me to say it. Because would you to go? I think it'd be another Ronaldo um, effect where Ronaldo leaves. Then you start seeing all these other players in Madrid start scoring like Benzema, Ramos, um, Vinicius Jr., you know. And now if Messi leaves and we've already seen Barca play without Messi a couple times now. You've seen Griezmann score two goals or I think he has close to 10 goals now. Um, you've seen... Uh, uh, Ansu Fati, and who unfortunately is injured right now, and uh, you just see all these other players kind of just show off more because it's not so much Messi focused.
0: Yeah, back uh, to so the- I think that's
1: definitely the positive of Messi leaves.
0: To the point you just made though, hopefully Barcelona would be better equipped to deal with uh, Messi leaving because the two of the three people you named for Real, I mean Sergio Ramos is 34 and Benzema's 32 or 33. So yeah. it's not like they have youth they're really falling back on. They're an aging squad who lost their talisman and haven't really yeah, replaced and, them with and youth.
1: you know, Real Madrid just, uh, I think, either sold or loaned out uh, one of their young strikers that they bought like two years ago, uh, Luka jo- Jovic, Jovic. Yeah. And they got him from Frankfurt, and I think they just sent him back to Frankfurt but, so, I don't know why.
0: Who knows why Real Madrid does anything that they do? But yeah. I think Barcelona's big advantage is they have Pedri. Is that how you say his name?
1: Oh my God! Yes, I, I forgot about him. Man, that Pedri. How is that? Kid?
0: I don't even know, but he looked in. He looked great against uh, Sociedad yesterday.
1: Yep, he did not look nervous or anything. He looked very. Uh, uh, he looked like an experienced player out on, uh, on a game like that. He's only 18
0: years old. He just turned 18 in November. And he's already starting for yep. arguably one of the biggest clubs in the world. Yep. So? he
1: yep. So Barca definitely has the brighter future when it comes to the young talent.
0: Yeah, if they, if they lose Messi, I think Barca will be much better equipped to move on than... Madrid will be. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, let's move on to Bayern. Figure out what happened there, because that's a that's a huge loss.
1: Yeah, that was um, that was very shocking. It was. I mean, it was on
0: penalties, lost. but they should have still won the game. They should have never gotten that far to get to penalties.
1: No. Um, you know, the lineup for Bayern was. Gnabry, Leroy Sane, Thomas Mueller, Kimmich, Toliso, Lucas Hernandez, Alfonso Davies, Tule, and Neuer.
0: I mean, that's I just named one, two, lineup. three,
1: four, five, six, seven. Eight, anywhere from seven to nine starters.
0: Against a second division side.
1: Who yes. I'm looking at the and, team now.
0: Uh, I couldn't begin and to tell you who these people are.
1: Their bench was still David Alba, Douglas Costa, Ron Boateng. And, you know, I didn't even know Lewandowski went in in the 74th minute.
0: I yeah, so would think there was
1: a game where Lewandowski was just in the stands watching.
0: I mean, it should have been. There's no reason the Lewandowski should have had to go on in this game.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of things that should not have happened to Bayern in this game yet. Uh, not taking anything away from this second division team. Kiel. You know, yeah, they just uh, committed probably one of the biggest upsets in uh, German soccer.
0: Probably one of the biggest upsets of the year. I can't think of yes, a bigger before. upset in any league.
1: Me either. Yeah, they've been knocked
0: out now. The main thing I took from this game was, did you see Leroy Sané's free kick?
1: Yeah, no, I don't think any keeper would have gotten to that.
0: I mean, it was amazing. It was beautiful. It was Messi-esque.
1: Oh, by the way, this was only the second round of the cup. Yeah. This, I mean, this is
0: a cup Bayern wins almost every single year.
1: They were the title holders.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're the title holders the most thing in Germany. Yeah. But so, that's enough German football okay. talk for the day.
1: We'll we'll uh, we'll mark that down as the biggest upset of the week so far.
0: Of the week? I mean we'll we'll say year. We'll see if anything big bigger happens. Okay. Fair. So now to everyone's favorite topic, the Premier League. So I, I figured we that. should we should start with today's game to start off the match <laughs> week. Arsenal versus Crystal Palace. A real barn burner.
1: Well, you know, I was at the casinos today, and that was on every television, and I did not bother to watch it, you because nothing. Arsenal is a very boring team to watch for me.
0: They're a boring team to most people, unless you're an Arsenal fan.
1: Uh, uh, I think they are now 11th place on the table.
0: Let me look. But my thing with it, it's a game they really deserve to lose, from what I watched. Crystal Palace it, it, hit It 0-0, right, in regulation? It ended 0-0 because it was a Premier League game, so it just ended as a draw.
1: Um, Oh, okay. I didn't know
0: it was Premier League. Yeah, no. The league, I think this week was the FA Cup, but those games are all over, so the rest of the games for the weekend should be Premier League. It ended 0-0. Arsenal did have 67% possession, but they got outshot and didn't have as many chances created.
1: So so what is going on with Arsenal? It's it's gotta be the coach, right? Because I'm looking at this team right now, and it looks like a good team.
0: So you think the bomb's just all on Mikel Arteta?
1: I mean, you have Lacassette, like Obama Yang, you have Arsenal has some good uh bright young future, you know? Uh Sokka, Smith Rowe.
0: Okay, I don't think Sokka's that good. Personally. No? But I also for think a 19-year-old? I, I guess. I don't think he's to the Premier League level yet. I think he 19-year-old needs to loaned out goals, for a year or two.
1: So what do you say? He's 19, has three goals, and one assist.
0: But we're also on the 19th game of the season. And he's a winger. So you'd, you would expect a higher turnaround than that.
1: Okay, well then let me tell you this. Obama Yang. Three goals, one assist.
0: Oh, I'm not debating with you at all that about eggs underperforming. He's Before starting this one. starting last season, he was considered one of like the top attackers. He had I don't even know how many goals he ended up with the last season, and for whatever reason, he signed a new contract, and now he just doesn't score anymore. And Lacazette just but got off made, a huge drought too. He has seven goals this season. Yeah, he uh oh yeah, he's definitely scoring again. I think he kicked off his scoring season or like reignited it against Chelsea a couple weeks ago in that big three nil win. Or whatever the score ended up being.
1: So do you think it's the coach?
0: Well, I'm gonna say it's a mixture. I still don't think their squad's good enough to be closer title challenging. I mean, you have David Luiz and William in the squad still. So how much are you really gonna accomplish?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Arsenal doing something. uh, like you said, signing William. Uh, not, not forget they got Nicolas Pepe Who doesn't uh, even play. a season or two ago. He's not a starter.
0: He came on at the sixty-fifth minute today.
1: Yeah, and then uh, and, and again, playing in his position was the youngster Saka.
0: Yeah.
1: You know. Is it deserved for the kid? Uh, I mean, Pepe only has two goals, zero assists. So yeah, Saka has better stats.
0: My question. Arguably one of Arsenal's greatest ever playmakers. What do you think is happening with Ozil?
1: I think he needs to definitely leave.
0: There's definitely rumors.
1: Uh, I mean, I, I keep seeing all the rumors about Turkey.
0: Yeah, he's going to, I I can never even say their name, Fenerbahce. Fenerbahce. Yeah, he's... That's Fabrizio Romano, too, so you know that's legit. But that's their only real, like, uh, transfer rumor. That and Matteo Guinduzi, which I don't understand why they loaned him out. He was supposed to be their next great, like, holding midfielder. And they sent him to Hertha Berlin.
1: Yeah, he's also...
0: And then their other the big signing, the Eddie Inkitaya katita he's already being I, rumored to leave, and they just signed him. He was one of their big signings. So is it just that Arteta is not getting the best out of these players, or is it at like a club level they're just signing the wrong players?
1: I don't think it's the players.
0: You don't think it is? I
1: I, I think it's behind the scenes. Yeah.
0: With, but, with okay, so sack. behind the scenes, are you thinking club level or management level?
1: Um, definitely management, in my opinion.
0: So let's sack Arteta is what you're saying.
1: I'm uh, surprised they haven't. I mean, I honestly think they haven't just because they – and I'm sorry to bring this up, but I think it's because they beat Chelsea. I think that's the only reason they didn't sack. Had Chelsea just beat them, I think that would have been good for him.
0: They, they went on a nice little winning streak after they beat Chelsea. They beat – West Brom, Brighton, and then Newcastle before they lost today. So they they won four straight and got themselves out of relegation because they had a chance to be two points off of Spurs today in seventh if they won. I'm sorry, they would have been they would have been eighth had they won today. But instead, they're sitting at the end of the week at eleventh. Yeah, so eleventh, yeah. So I guess, yeah, we'll have to see if Arteta is the next big manager fired. I big manager. Games today. So moving on from today, I guess let's talk about tomorrow's game. Tomorrow's first game, you've got Wolves versus West Brom. Which I'm actually, I think that's Saturday. But anyway, Wolves versus West Brom, who you got? Uh, Wolves. You think Wolves?
1: I think Wolves has... So much talent on that team.
0: Like who? Who do you really like on Wolves? Who just gets you? They've
1: they've all got. If, if you were to give them all a rating, like FIFA rating, they've all got solid eighty-four players. I would say.
0: Well, I think FIFA would disagree with you.
1: Well, FIFA also is very, very inconsistent with their ratings. Sure.
0: Uh, I think they, it was big so thing.
1: No way they're not. There's some players on FIFA that it's like, how is this person this slow? How is this person this fast?
0: All right, you're telling me Max Kilman should be at least an 84. Who? Exactly. That's the, one of their starting defenders.
1: I'm trying to look at this. Uh-huh. When do they play?
0: They play Saturday morning against West Brom, who's not the best team. I mean, that you've got Wolves at 14th and West Brom at 19th. West Brom's only won one game this season. So you yeah. would think going into it that it's a game Wolves should win.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't see how they don't win. You got the spread at half half, half point. Yeah. And the over and under at two and a half.
0: I would think, and we're going to release our picks when Alex and I get together on them, hopefully tomorrow. I think this should be a pretty easy pick for the wolves. Or oh, actually, sorry, it's negative half and negative one, which makes it a little less appealing. So I want to be surprised yeah, if this is line. a game. Money line kill.
1: has juice on it.
0: Yeah, the money is not that bad at negative one seventy. I mean, it's not amazing, but
1: although I don't know if you know, this, but they've uh, played four games. They've met each other four times in the past uh, since 2011, and they've drawn once. Wolves has won once, and West Brom has won twice. Last time they played each other, West Brom won
0: five to one. But when was that, though? Uh
1: 2012.
0: Exactly, it's been yeah. forever. Now that Wolves team probably didn't have. Willie Mateo, Soto, Matino, yeah. So, I think it's probably a completely different team. So I think that's. I can go off of.
1: don't know or watch enough of these either team. Um, definitely not a game I'm gonna even look at to bet.
0: All right. Oh, yeah, it's definitely not one of like the big showtime games for the weekend.
1: But yeah, th- uh, I'm sure there's some value somewhere in this, but um,
0: maybe part of like a smart parlay.
1: Yeah, I guess you want to just take the money line, but I can honestly see this as like a one zero or a one one.
0: I'm I'm gonna call one zero. Yep. needs to be one out of the Wolves. It could be more, but.
1: All right, next game
0: Leeds United versus Brighton.
1: Uh, that's as another game I'm going to stay away from because I don't know what Leeds is doing. I mean, they just lost
0: 3 0 to a second tier side in the FA Cup.
1: Yeah. yeah. But they've been proven to score goals. Then there's games where they don't score goals. Uh, it's a very confusing team. I don't know a lot about them either. I know that they have a really good striker, Rod- Rodrigo, who came from Valencia, and I don't even think he's been playing, or definitely not starting. So that that's surprising to me. But yeah, uh, here I like the under.
0: What's the line for that one? Three, three. Yeah, that's probably a pretty safe bet. The only concern is how good their defenses have been. Uh, I mean, Leeds is coming in with a negative three goal differential. They've conceded 33 goals for the season. And I'm not going to lie, I actually forgot who they're playing. Uh, Yeah, Brighton. Brighton's coming in with a – getting up 29 goals for the season with a, a negative eight
1: goal. I've card. kept up with a couple of Brighton games. For some reason, they're one of those teams that ends up playing on like a Tuesday or Wednesday, and all, all their games just isn't high school.
0: So you, you, you're saying we should put money on the under?
1: Yeah, I mean, do you see Leeds winning three or four zero?
0: I mean, Leeds put up, what, four on Liverpool? A couple on Chelsea, okay. couple on Arsenal?
1: And that was the first game of the season, though, right?
0: All right. They still put up a couple on other big team sides. Like, let's look at their fixtures for the past couple months. I mean, because that
1: first game, I mean, they had just got promoted. They're by far between the two teams, they've got the most drive.
0: All right. But then what about they put up five on West Brom about two weeks ago? They put up five mm-hmm. on Newcastle. They put up. Three on Aston Villa. So against and four on Fulham. So against all of these lower sides, you're getting much more high scoring out of Leeds.
1: I'm sorry, you say they put how much against West Brom?
0: They put up five against West Brom.
1: And Newcastle?
0: Newcastle was five to two.
1: Okay, well, Newcastle is 15th on the table, and West Brom is second to last.
0: Hey, Brighton's 17th on the table behind Newcastle. And they've given yeah. up two more goals this season than Newcastle.
1: So you think Leeds can cover themselves?
0: Oh, yeah, this is I wouldn't be surprised if the game ends 2-1, 2-2. Neither one of these teams is really known for defending well.
1: Hmm. Again, I don't know or care enough about either of these teams.
0: Whoa. Just don't care about
1: them? I didn't even know Leeds was a team until they got promoted this year.
0: Oh, that's going to anger a lot of people. But that's fine. I,
1: I mean, Leeds, I'm going to so... be honest. I didn't know who uh, who the team to beat Bayern.
0: Okay. There's one reason I don't know Kiel or whatever their name is.
1: Leeds well, they're has second big, division.
0: Leeds has a big history in the Premier League. I'll, I'll send you some stuff later. One of the like biggest games they had a huge FA Cup final against Chelsea that they've looked back on it now and like the referee refereed it says if he looked back at it he'd have given out like six or seven red cards. That's how just violent of a physical game it was. I want to say it was the 19, 1970 maybe FA Cup final between Leeds and Chelsea. It ended two two making it the first FA Cup final to require a replay. And I actually don't even know who ended up winning. Replay, wow. But anyway, moving on from Leeds because they're a small club. Nobody really cares. West Ham, Burnley. Mm-hmm. Another barn burner.
1: Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um... I guess I would take West Ham.
0: Any reason? Or just just because?
1: The spreads um, West
0: Ham's favored by half a point.
1: They they are positive three. Burnley's negative twelve in goal differentials. West Ham's tenth play, Burnley sixteenth. Um and Fernley beat West Ham on July 8th. Well, uh, I mean, so I don't think West East. Ham's going to let that happen again. Um, it was an early goal in the first half, and then the
0: 1-0. Do you know who really excites me from West Ham? Declan Rice.
1: Who? He's good.
0: He's, He's really very good. good. He's been linked with Chelsea off and on. Uh, I don't know if you know. His... I think I've heard that before. His boyhood club was Chelsea. He went through Chelsea's system and then Chelsea sold him.
1: Yeah, I mean he he's played alongside um Mason Mount, right?
0: Tammy Abraham. He yeah, all the um, like the Chelsea youngsters who are now on the first team, he grew up with them through the Academy. Yeah. So he's been heavily linked to go back to Chelsea. Maybe this January. If he does, it'll probably be the summer. But I think I mean, I'm not gonna say he's their best player. I mean, Manuel Lanzini, he's not as good as he was, but he's another great player. Diop.
1: They Panorama. lost Felipe Anderson, right?
0: I believe they did.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's at the club anymore.
0: So, I think it'll be, West was one of those teams, when they had all their players, they were doing really well. But at the end of the day, they're another one of those kind of stepping stone clubs. Where they get some good There's players and one. they just sell. I'll them take on. the under. You're to take the under for that game? Yeah. What's the line? Two and uh, a half. two and a half. Yeah. I wouldn't this game wouldn't surprise me at a one one. One nil. Either way, really. Yeah, draw, I I'd be surprised if it ended up at two one.
1: But again, I will stay away from this one.
0: Well, here's the first game you might actually Put some money on. Fulham versus Chelsea. Chelsea's only being given a one-point spread.
1: I don't see Chelsea not winning by two.
0: Exactly. I mean, Fulham's Fulham's not that great of a team. This is a little bit of a rivalry. Another thing I don't even know if you know, Fulham Stadium is only a matter of miles away from Chelsea's. They're both West London clubs. So they do have a history there between them. But current Fulham, I don't think really has anything on Chelsea.
1: Yeah, they played uh, on March 3rd, 2019. Chelsea won 2-1. That was the last time they played.
0: Yeah, this will be their first matchup of the season. Which...
1: Yeah. Sorry, I was... Like, Chelsea should win this. Uh, Chelsea should definitely, if I did, uh, guess a correct score, it's going to be 3-0.
0: I'm going to say 3-1. Chelsea's defense does have its issues. There's no denying that. Especially since yeah. since Reece James got injured, which he might be playing. Uh, Frank hasn't really said. But Aspilicueta is kind of getting up there in age. I don't know if Tiago Silva is going to play. He was a huge signing over the summer. He's really helped revitalize the defense. He's given great cover for Mindy. So assuming that Frank goes with his normal pairing of Silva and Zuma, it could be good. They could stop them because I don't think Fulham really provides that much of a threat in attack.
1: Um, I think I will definitely take the over. I think two and a half is a little low.
0: I see. I'm saying I'd put, i put max on Chelsea, giving one.
1: Yeah, I would too. Uh, but I think Chelsea, like I said, 3-0. I think Chelsea can cover all of this by themselves. Yeah. Um, Chelsea's attack is by far better than Fulham,
0: but it's and... also inconsistent.
1: Yeah, but I, regardless, Chelsea – it's either Chelsea by one or more. Uh, or, sorry, two or more. And if you're counting on two or more, then the over looks good too. Set it, now. The over was set at three. I'd just go straight with the one. But so you're
0: thinking you're safe with either one?
1: Yeah, because it's two and a half, and I'm calling a 3-0. The over looks good. Now I wouldn't take it
0: you know I'm biased in this, and I have my answer.
1: Mm-hmm. Who's your
0: favorite Chelsea player right now? Like if one Chelsea player was to be suddenly signed by Barca, who would you want it to be?
1: Uh, none of them.
0: All right, Alex, you know that's not an option? <laughs> Got to pick one. Uh,
1: um, if I had to choose one for Barca.
0: Or just who's your favorite Chelsea player?
1: I think I would take Ziyech.
0: Wrong answer. The answer is Billy Gilmore.
1: Yeah, I don't know who that is. Yes, you do. No, 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 no. no. You
0: know who Billy Gilmore is. He's the Scottish Iniesta.
1: So for the next game, we have... uh, (laughs) We have leicester and southampton
0: we're gonna go back to this billy gilmore thing later don't worry uh who you got for this game
1: Mm, i like the over two and a half
0: all right that was an a or b question you went with c okay
1: i don't don't like either side um i think both teams can score they both have good strikers. one has danny inks who i think is very underrated and then the other team has uh, Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy, who, yeah, so uh, he's a very uh, complete striker. So the total set at two and a half. I would take the over.
0: I think that's pretty safe. I mean, Southampton scored twenty six this season. Lester scored thirty one. So both of these are high scoring teams. Recent run of form though. Southampton's last game was a draw. West Hampton's last game was a win. I'm sorry, West Hampton, yeah. Leicester City's last game was a win. So neither one of them is coming off a really big run, either positive or negative.
1: Who's the home team?
0: Uh, Home team, I actually don't know. I would assume I can tell you real quick. It is Leicester. Leicester, yeah. Yeah, King Power Stadium.
1: So, yeah, I'll take but... the over. This might actually be one that I actually placed, though.
0: So, this is just more an overall question. Do you think it really matters who the home team is when there's no fans because of COVID?
1: Yeah. You know, that's a question for export. Um, Yes and no. Explain. I, well, I mean, yes, because you know is your home
0: but what does that so really matter if you're mentally
1: not... but I, I just think mentally it has some uh, confidence boost it's obviously it's not going to be anywhere near like hearing your fans yep. you know nothing's going to be that
0: so what do you think the cons are no fans okay i guess that's it that's an answer
1: I mean no fans no no uh no no drive in the 76th minute when you're down by a goal
0: you don't you, you don't know, get that like, cheering that reinforcement from the fans
1: exactly it's like all you're going to hear is your team saying it's going to be your team and your coaches but i mean at the end of the day you know uh players live for the uh for that rush from the fans to you know, like satisfy hear you them. Hear forty thousand people for chanting them. your
0: name. Was that hear forty thousand people chanting your name?
1: Exactly. Yeah, but I, I still think playing at home, you have this um, mental confidence boost.
0: Yeah, I get what you're saying. Just
1: know, just knowing that you're at home, it's just like if you were to go to your own house. Yeah, you, know, you feel more comfortable at your own house. Even if nobody's there.
0: So you're saying for this game, though, smash the over?
1: I, li- I like the over. Yeah, two and a half. I like it.
0: See, I would take it. That's another one. Of, you know I hate picks where it's like half a point and one. If they were given just half a point on Leicester, I'd probably take that. Because I do think this is a game Leicester's going to win. But with yeah. that... Negative half and negative ones, probably going to keep me off doing anything on it.
1: I'll take the plus one with Southampton.
0: Well, we will see how that goes. Yeah, I don't know about that one, but it also I'll, I'll, lean, on who else plays. I'll lean. I'll
1: towards South Southampton. Towards it, yeah.
0: Plus one. is another big thing with it with these teams. I don't know of anyone who's really hurt for either team. So assuming both it's, start there yeah, lineup, this should be fun. Yeah, I think they'll be okay. So that moves us on to our next game, and this is another one of those. You'd think one-sided. Sheffield United versus Tottenham Hotspur. You got Tottenham coming in at sixth, Sheffield in at twentieth. So who do you got? Tottenham. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Sheffield just got their first win of the season.
1: Okay, I didn't even know they got a win. I know that they hadn't had a win. Uh, yeah, up until uh, this past week. But, I uh, i mean... Now, Tottenham is also not the most consistent team. As we saw, they just tie Fulham. But...
0: To be fair, that was an FA Cup game, I believe.
1: Yeah, but... It, regardless, I'm, I'm going to take I Tondheim should know here. that. Sorry. That um, was a Premier League game. They, they definitely should.
0: Yeah, you think they would beat Southampton. Southampton's not a very good team, which is sad because I'm a fan of Southampton. I still remember last season when they absolutely destroyed Chelsea. I had uh, I was just landing at the airport in Denver for vacation, and my vacation got off to a horrible start because I got off the plane and Chelsea was down by three in a game we should have won.
1: Against uh, Sheffield?
0: Yeah, against Sheffield last season.
1: It's tied though, right? 3-3? Three, three.
0: No, Sheffield destroyed us.
1: I thought Chelsea came back. And... Oh, yeah, no, I think it was the West, West Brom home.
0: game early in the season. We were down 3-0 yeah. and then I'm second half. Because yeah. that was bringing it back. That was the last time Marcus Alonso played for Chelsea. I don't know if you remember all that drama. He got yeah. subbed off 3-0 down and he refused to go to the bench. He just went and took a shower and sat on the bus. And it pissed off Frank Lampard because he didn't come back and sit on the bench and support his team. Uh Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, he hasn't played since then. Because he he was our starting left back. And then after that, we had just signed Ben Chilwell. So now Ben Chilwell's the number one with Emerson as the number two. And Alonzo hasn't played since. But yeah, I think this is one of those. Back to the current game. I think this is one of the Spurs should easily win. They're being given half a point and one. But they'll, they'll
1: I think, uh, Um, I, I think they'll win 2
0: 0. You think 2 0?
1: Mm hmm.
0: Now, while we're talking about Spurs, what do you think of the Delhi Alley rumors? I haven't heard any. Rumors are he's going to rejoin Pochettino at PSG. Mm hmm. I mean, he hasn't really been playing for Mourinho. He hasn't played the past couple of games, really. Yeah. But... Do you think that would be good for both, for everyone?
1: Uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, Dele is uh, he's young. He definitely should be playing. And if, you know, panchettino knows how he plays. But... And PSG...
0: Does PSG need him?
1: PSG needs a lot of things.
0: I mean PSG uh, definitely needs defenders, but that's not Delhi Alley. Like looking PSG at PSG just, squads,
1: it's just one of those teams that they can pick up players that are good and all that. But at the end of the day, they're just in like the least competitive of the top five leagues, and
0: by a lot.
1: Yeah, and it's just—I mean, it's one of those leagues where. PSG wins the cup with ten games left in the season. Yeah, like what kind of league is
0: that? I mean, it's like La Liga.
1: I'm sorry, what kind of league is that when it comes to top five?
0: Oh, I mean, I agree. It's totally a farmers league. I mean, uh, Bundesliga used to be like that, but it's gotten better.
1: Yeah, because now you got to challenge more. Uh, RB Leipzig, you got Dortmund, you got Bayern, you have um, uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach this year. Yeah, there's definitely well. more of
0: a title challenge than there's ever been. Yes,
1: exactly. Uh, but you got PSG and who? We have Monaco one year or two years that were you pretty good when Falcao used to play then, and then you have oh, and, and Mbappe, and <laughs> you know look where Mbappe is. Now.
0: Although, uh, why we're all making fun of this? PSG is tied for second right now.
1: Yeah, Leone they they had, they had a the they had a, a rocky start. I know the first game of the season, all their starters were out due to COVID, and uh, that included Neymar and Mbappé, and yeah, just everybody was out. So they definitely have been getting back on it. But again, the French league is nothing compared to. Premier League, or La Liga, or the Bundesliga. Yeah.
0: I mean, even Serie A nah, is a competitor. Not even
1: Serie A. Yeah, Serie A has more competition. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe PSG can maybe not. At the end of the day, but, I don't see them winning the Champions League until they have other teams in their league that are going to give them a challenge. I mean, everyone knows that's all PSG cares about
0: is winning the Champions League. The what? That's the only thing PSG cares about is winning the Champions League.
1: Yeah, and they're not going to – I'm sorry, but I know they made it to the finals, but that was a weird Champions League.
0: Okay, look, making it to the finals means nothing. Spurs made it to the final like three years ago. There you go. So, yes, Spurs are a bad team, always a bad team.
1: But we always knew that Byron was going to win that final. They were just – Ave, that that team struck fear in every team. I mean, and yeah, last it killed Bayern. me to see what they did to Barca.
0: Yeah, I mean, they beat Chelsea, but they destroyed Barca.
1: Yeah, that yeah. was
0: one of my favorite days last season. Was watching them play Barca with you at the restaurant.
1: It, it was bad. It was really bad. And I don't know. We all knew Barca was bad, struggling, and that.
0: But what what was the final? Just, like seven nil. I think it was 8-2. 8-2? Either way, they absolutely destroyed them.
1: 7-2 or 8-2, I can't remember. It's either one of those. But I, I just, there was no way Bayern was not going to be PSG. No. Oh, sorry, sorry. There was no way Bayern was not going to win everything that year.
0: Well, that game against Sparsa, was it, was it the semifinals? That was the semis. That's what I thought. So, yeah, I mean, after that, it was just down to PSG. And I don't even remember who PSG beat to get into the finals. Um, it, it doesn't matter at the end Leon, of the day cause uh, Leon, right? I don't think Leon made it that far. Yeah,
1: it was Leon because Leon beat Manchester City. I had Manchester City in that drawing at work.
0: well, that either way, and, even if Leon somehow beat PSG, they definitely didn't have a chance against Bayern.
1: No, sorry. They didn't beat bars in the semis. They beat them in the quarters. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, have to, I can pull it back up. But back to the Deli Alley thing. So I'm going to read you PSG's midfielder. Tell me where he fits in here. Neymar, Angel Di Maria, Andrew Herrera, uh, Marco Verratti, Rafinha, Draxler. Do you think Delhi Alley's better than any of them? Herrera. That's fair. So about Herrera. I'd say he's probably about equal with Herrera,
1: but Herrera is more of a uh, true center mid.
0: Okay, Deli Dele Dele is more,
1: is more of mid. attacking.
0: He's an attacking left mid. Hmm, who does PSG normally play on the left side? Neymar. Hold on, give they me
1: play a Neymar. Let me pull side. up. Um, let me pull up PSG's lineup from when they won. Their first title with Ponzetino.
0: You mean last so week? He
1: played so so he played a
0: 4-3-3. Was it the game against Marseille? I mean,
1: against Marseille. I mean, yeah, I could, definitely. We're on the Herrera side. I could see Delielli right there.
0: Delielli plays on the left side.
1: But these are these are a, a three center hits, though.
0: Even then, though, this isn't. Their strongest lineup, which is part of the problem. I, mean, I mean, yeah, they don't have Neymar. Yeah, I still think Draxler would start over. Um, I'm gonna be honest; I have not seen Draxler play at all. I actually didn't realize he's on PSG till about two minutes ago. Uh, a I lot he was still of people talk
1: about, like when people talk about PSG, they're like, and they have Julian Draxler, and I'm just like, I'm sorry, but I haven't seen him play or start. I don't know when.
0: Everyone gives him props based off of the time in Germany.
1: Yeah, Schalke, right? I think so. Yeah, uh, he came from Schalke, I'm pretty sure. But uh, no, I mean, Moise Keen, this kid, is doing really well.
0: So you think, I just, I don't know. I was trying to see again. What team, I Dex, don't know. I don't.
1: Po- Pochettino knows him better than we do, so I'm sure he has a plan for him.
0: Which that was actually my next question. Either. Do you think that's just bias that Pochettino just wants him back because he's had him for so long? Like, do you think no? Like, there's 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 definitely better players on the market than Dele Alley. Yeah, but the, the, that's
1: what I'm saying. Like, there's a reason Pochettino's choosing him. If if the rumors are true, you know.
0: Also, he came from Wolfsburg. He started off at Schalke, okay, then he played Wolfsburg for two seasons. I didn't realize so. he's been at PSG since 2016. And tell me how many times you've seen him Uh he heard of him. He's scored them? a goal since 2018. Okay. Anyway, you've yeah. proved the point. <laughs> he played 11 games last season, had no goals. Oh, I'm sorry. That One was... Game was... That was a national What game cup. are we just on? We're on Tottenham, right? Yeah, we're talking about Tottenham. So, yeah, I guess let's move on.
1: Yeah. Liverpool,
0: I... Man United. Oh, that's the big game. I think we skipped some. No, you're right. Liverpool, Man United. It's the biggest game of the weekend. Top two teams in the league right now. Who you got? Hmm. It's a
1: toss up. I, I think there's a game I stay away from. The under its favorite, you wouldn't think that's the favorite for either of these, but
0: so just not even something adding, about when two
1: good
0: just when two good teams gotten.
1: play, it just somehow ends up being a low-scoring game. Um, and if I had to take a thought, I'd take Liverpool.
0: See any other time of the season, I would agree. Liverpool's coming off injuries. They don't really have a consistent back line. And Man U, I think, is playing way above their skill level. But I don't say, think, do Man you think Man is that good of a team. What? Is Man U consistent? No, not at all. That's what I'm saying. Man U isn't this good. They're just playing really, really well right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I, I, I think I'm
0: going to I was trying to look up Manchester United's recent run of form. I mean, there's a reason they're top of the league right now. Not to take anything from them. But their last game, they lost 2 0 to Man City. And yeah, that was a Premier League game. Then they lost. They Okay, let me rephrase. They beat Burnley, beat Watford, both only 1 0 lost to City, beat Villa by one, beat Wolverhampton by one, tied against Leicester. So it's not like they're coming out and just destroying everyone. They've played some lower-tier opponents, barely squeaked by wins, and in their last big game against City, they lost by two. So I think I wouldn't be surprised if Liverpool comes out and just destroys them.
1: Yeah. I mean, like I said, I I would lean towards Liverpool.
0: I'm inclined to agree with you. So then. All right, next game. Last game of the. I guess we have Monday. So last game, Sunday. Man City, Crystal Palace. Who you got?
1: Man City, but I.
0: Uh, the line's I, two, which feels a little high.
1: I don't. I mean, um, you would think Man City covers two goals or more than two goals, but in the previous games. I, they just won 1-0, right? I believe so.
0: Yeah, they beat they Brighton beat... 1-0. Brighton yeah, 1-0 that was yesterday. And Crystal pa- but Crystal Palace is coming off of a good draw against Arsenal in which they didn't have as much possession but they definitely played better football. So it's really just Man City's going to win, but I don't think they're going to win by two. Almost certainly not more than two.
1: Yeah, more than two. Yeah, I don't think so either.
0: Which is why I think this is a game you should probably stay away from.
1: Yeah, it just Manchester the city hasn't been consistent either, in my opinion.
0: And that the over-under for the game is three, which is... If it was two and a half, maybe I could see them winning 2-1. But... Three just feels too high to really touch with the way Man City's been playing this season. Yeah. So last game of the weekend. We'll knock this one out real quick. Arsenal and Newcastle. Who you got? Uh neither. Yeah, I think Arsenal's gonna win. The spread's negative one, negative one and a half. So I think it's gonna end up I'm I'm seeing a one nil win for Arsenal. Not going to cover anything, but that concludes all the Premier League games for the weekend. And anything else? Any other transfer rumors or anything you want to chat about, real quick? Uh, I've not heard of anything else. I did see one actually. Uh, real quick, Ficayo Tomore. rumored to go to be going to AC Milan on a season and loan with their option to buy.
1: Is this a Chelsea
0: player? Yeah. He's one of our youngsters. He's a good center back. He was Frank Lampard's favorite player at Derby County Derby County. And then for some reason he's just not playing this year. What and hey, whatever happened to Rudiger? Rudiger starts. He swaps out with Zuma or Silver. Okay. He's uh he's our third choice. At the moment he's over Christensen. It's just one of those. He's not going to start over Zoom because Zoom has been defending really well and is in goal scoring form. And Silver's just our captain.
1: Um, well you say he's going to AC Milan, a rumored
0: yeah. to rumored to be going to AC Milan.
1: I guess that's good for him. AC Milan is pretty good this year.
0: My only concern is that Chelsea would be making another like Salah or De Bruyne level mistake. Because it wouldn't surprise me if Tomori in four or five years is one of the world's top center backs. So it's one of those, do you keep him on and keep trying to loan him out, even if it makes him unhappy? Or do you just sell him and hope it doesn't come back to bite you in the bud?
1: I don't know enough about Chelsea. That's <laughs> <laughs> all you. I'll
0: get you in shape, don't worry. Well, I think that's it for the day. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And we should be getting another episode next week with what happened with the football this weekend. Y'all have a good weekend.
1: I'm excited for this weekend.
0: We'll see what happens. Have a good one.
1: I think the Packers win.